Hi, welcome to episode 8.1 of the Chinese Basketball Podcast. What that means is we just threw away 11 minutes of an episode, didn't we, Jay? Yeah. Because neither one of us had any good stories. Not just me, not just Jay, both of us, whatever we came up with was dog shit. So welcome to the new version of episode 8. Um, hello. Uh, we're, we're happy to bring you a new, more uh, enthusiastic, better you know, sensibility this time around. The last thing we recorded was complete trash. It's not even a lost episode. It's gone forever. It's gone. It went with Oscar the Grouch somewhere deep in the garbage. So, uh, Jay, what have you been doing since episode seven? When did we record episode <laughs> Let's seven? say, what have I been doing since episode eight? The lost episode eight. Yeah, I've what been, have you been doing? Been sitting been, on the table with Perrier. Yeah, yeah, and I've been... You know, if, if you've been listening, not to that... Carefully, you've heard my beard ASMR, so that's me rubbing my beard hairs against the filter, mic filter, and uh, I don't know if that sounds any good. Billy Eilish. All right, Chris, without so, further um, ado. Since episode seven, when did we record episode seven? How many days ago? Mm, like two days ago. So we're two days later. Uh, not much has happened. We're in Sherman Oaks. We both live in basically Sherman Oaks. They call Jay Van Nuys, but it's not. Just North Sherman Oaks, whatever the fuck that means. And, um, okay, that's done. There's no there's no um, men in, in Van Nuys. There's no men in Van Nuys. None, anyway. That's why I live there. So yeah, Jay's only, the only man in so Van Nuys. You're a man if you live in Sherman Oaks. You're a woman. <laughs> Van Nuys. Yeah, yeah. The, the Van Nuys <laughs> just is, is coming is, out as trans. Like, Van, I was like, Van Nuys just is is Van Nuys is is a woman. Yeah. And Sherman Oaks is a man. It's probably actually the opposite, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like Van Nuys is the man and Sherman Oaks is the woman. Sherman Oaks is all like clean and like trending with like trending stuff. And then Van Nuys is just like kind of disorganized. It's like it's like men living alone together. Like it's a Van Nuys is kind of like the bachelor pad of like, of neighborhoods. Not all of it. There's some area, like there's some really nice residential streets in Van Nuys, but like where Karina's parents live, and but like the main drags in Van Nuys are bachelor pads of streets. I don't know what that means. Like there's just weird shit left out, and nobody cleans it up. What do you mean? You know, like bachelor pads and like dudes just living together and it just like turns into total disaster but what are you referring to van eyes like on my street when i would park in front of my apartment for a solid two weeks there was all this like there was like a bunch of broken glass and rotting vegetables just left out like on the curb <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then like the street sweepers still came and they like didn't do a good job of cleaning it so it was there for like another week so it had to take like two street sweeps for that to be gone introduce the concept chris so uh today we're gonna do something that i think happens to everybody um you know when you're on your phone you might be typing to your parents or a loved one or you're typing to somebody that you just like, you have a crush on and you really don't want to say the wrong thing. And then instead of typing in food in like, do you want to go get food? You type in, do you want to go get good? You know, something simple like that, but really taking it to the next level. And it doesn't have to be gross or 
in any sort of specific context, but just typos and what do they mean? You know, predictive text, what does it mean? What story does it tell? Like, for example, who is the superhero, the cold food man? <laughs> so, it, he's actually dum, like, dum, he's a lost dum, dum, uh, dum, Is that your song for him? Dum, 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 cold food man! So, dum, he, he was actually dum, like dum, a. Dum, dum, you know, in cartoons, when there's shows within the cartoons? Dum, cold food man! Yes, I do. So like an itch, itchy and scratchy in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So Cold Food Man uh, was a character in a 90s kid cartoon. Like he was a commercial guy and he would always show up <laughs> on days where it was either really hot or there was people who couldn't eat hot foods because they had like mouth sensitivity to cold to hot foods. He's probably really <laughs> popular like senior citizen centers and shit like... <laughs> Like, can you imagine him? He's got a picture with all the old folks. He has his arm around him. <laughs> but he, he doesn't look like a human being. He kind of looks like the cheesehead guy. I wish there was, like, an animator to do this. But, like, the cheesehead guy with really beady eyes. And instead of being, like, buff, he's really skinny. And he wears a red utility belt. I imagine him looking kind of like a, like the Lunchables before you remove the plastic. Like, yeah. with, le- with legs. I picture him like a cheesehead. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the football mascot. I picture him like a walking Lunchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a living Lunchable. You like that alliteration? <laughs> yeah. Living Lunchable. All right, you want me to pick one or think of one? So, yeah, so just uh, what we're doing so you guys know so you can do this with yourselves. Let's not with give it, it away. So you can do that with yourselves. There's no secret. You just type in the first letter, for example. Like right now, this isn't what we're going to do, but... Let me just do it because I know what to do now. Coke Potential CVS. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's... No, we're not going to do that, but, like, you know... A drug dealer hanging out and selling coke while he was working at CVS. Thanks, Big Guitar. Thanks, Big Guitar. When Tom Hanks was in his prime and he did the movie Big, he did like a signature guitar for Epiphone. And there's this commercial that's really obscure. You know, when, when did Big come out? Do you remember what year? Probably 86 or 87. Yeah, so like in the, there's like a commercial after Big had come out and it's like... Hello, everyone. It's Tom Hanks. And then, you know, he goes into a spiel or whatever. And um, at the end, he just goes, thanks, big guitar. Is he thinking like the juggernauts of guitar manufacturers like Fender and Gibson? No, he's he's thanking them for his big guitar because he was in the movie Big. I missed that part. I thought he was thinking big guitar and like just shitting on like like smaller startup guitar companies. No, because he was in the movie Big. No, I, I know that reference, but I'm just an idiot. So I was thinking, <laughs> I didn't get those donuts. Where'd you get those donuts? I, I took a picture of these when I was there's just There's a around. Christmas light on the donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why it's <laughs> It's just like fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if everybody could see this, I just noticed there's like an And we're actual... using your phone. The reason we're looking at your phone is for this game. I know. We're looking. So right now the image says, you know, like if you look at someone's phone, it says like who you're speaking to or who you're texting with the top. It just has a letter J for J. And then there's an image of these like three, four donuts. And one of them has like a translucent, uh, like neonish, like <laughs> d- foamy green blue uh, Christmas light with a gold bottom on a long john. It's <laughs> fucking completely ridiculous. All right, so uh, Jay, give me give me a random one. Okay. This school daughter gymnastics is like when um. That's when you teach. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> that's really Freudian. Yeah, that's really weird, dude. 
It's, it's awful. I mean, let's choose something different. No, 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 you gotta do it. No, I'm not gonna do this, dude. You gotta do it. 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 I don't know why I'm grabbing your hand. Okay, so hold on. No, Chris, you gotta do that one. No, I don't even know how to approach that. Just explain. No, I'm gonna give myself one. Goop. No, I'm still gonna give you one. All right. Chris, you gotta do that one. I'm not gonna do that one. That was what are you trying to hide, Chris? That was really weird. I don't even know what that makes me think. Do you hear him spitting? Yeah, our, our Indian neighbor was going uh, spitting things. <laughs> because Polk, ghost, ghosts, meaning like, you know, William K. Polk or J. Polk. James old, K. Polk. James K. Polk, is that his name? The okay. obscure U.S. president. Yeah, the random U.S. president. That means he, like, when he sees ghosts, he just leaves them. Like, he, he goes on one date with them and then he, and he just goes them. them. Like, but because he's probably a ghost now, it's probably just like a ghost ghosting a ghost. It also sounds like the name of a fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda song. He's like, that's the Hamilton guy. Kind of, yeah. Like, it would be some shitty historical rap. Baked poignant hint. It's when you have a very... Can you repeat that for me? How <laughs> baked you... poignant hint. Poignant hint is a really weird <laughs> two words to yeah. say. Hold on, let's say it at the same time. One, ba- two, three, four. Poignant... Baked. No. Oh. Poignant hint. Poignant, poignant hint. Hint. Poignant, Poignant hint. hint. It's fucking bizarre. It, well, Poignant yeah. hint. It's when you are playing a game with somebody and they ask for a hint, but you think of one you think of one that's actually really poignant and makes them go like, huh. And it's called baked because it was it was not half baked, it was full baked. It was like a really well thought out idea that landed really well. <laughs> Unlike this one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> unlike anything we're fucking doing right now, unlike my stories, unlike we had to talk about Jay's donut with a fucking Christmas light on it. We're not doing too well this time, guys. Chris, we're doing fine. Let me bring to you a picture of Elmer Fudd. Mansions in the jacuzzi are potentially full of reading glasses. Tell me why. Tell me why, Jay, that the mansions in the jacuzzi are potentially full of reading glasses. Fuck you, one. This one is fucked. So, I mean, this honestly just makes me want to get a shotgun and point straight to my forehead. Um, I think there's there's been, like, a construction job on a mansion, and they've, like ground up all the mansion and somebody just kept the mansion like all the like the ground bits of the mansion in like containers and it's just been like <laughs> filling with the mansion particles and then so they've put the mansion particles in the jacuzzi to play with just to like show off like we got mansion particles in our jacuzzi and then they also like have also stacked up reading glasses there so they just got like the super <laughs> Yeah, like the, a super jacuzzi with re- fucking oh yeah our jacuzzi has reading glasses and ground up mansion <laughs> it's like fucking ooh you know like, like can you imagine like can you imagine an 80s ad like with a jacuzzi like the jets are playing and shouldn't you hear like the and then you hear a woman's voice like featuring pieces of mansions in the shallow end by the stage All right, now I'm think of one for you. 
Oily GTA BFF. So this is like when you have like a video conference of all the best Grand Theft Auto players. <laughs> And, like, people that are there year by year, you know, like, all the Koreans, the all the Swiss players, the Canadian players. And there's these two guys that have been known. This guy, this guy, Boisht, from um, Ukraine, who's, like, their only competitor. And Derek, from uh, from Oslo. They, they are known to get on the chat, the visual chat live, oiled up and nude. And they're called the Oily GTA BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean that that really just sums it up. Yeah. That's all think of how fucking shitty that is. Where are the rosemary shops with potatoes and dudes? So in Topanga <laughs> there, there's this little wood paneled shack where they have rosemary, but it's all rosemary potatoes. Well actually they have potatoes. They and actually there? Well, there's actually all kinds of rosemary things because it's a rosemary shop with potatoes and or potato dude, and dudes. And there's dudes there. Well, actually, it's with potato and dudes. So actually, every day they only sell one rosemary potato and whoever gets there first gets to eat the rosemary potato. Well, so all the dudes there are the dudes and there's one potato. Uh, no, some of the dudes there to buy other rosemary products, but every day... Um, the first dude who goes there and get it like shows up and makes a purchase gets the rosemary potato and it's That's supposedly the best talking. rosemary potato ever. That's completely ridiculous, dude. Okay, piece of the bags. Her dad's unavailable. So there's a girl at a private high school in. It's actually Archer, which is an all-girls school, really hoity-toity. They call this girl piece of the bags because. One of the first days of school, she, like, somebody, like, took her bag and, like, ripped it up. So, like, it was put into pieces. So that became her nickname. And her dad is, like, considered a dilf. So she's, like, really unpopular, but she has a really handsome dad. So all the girls, like, joke about how hot her dad is and taunt her. But she's, like, not accepted by the other girls. So it's, like, it just comes up that she's, like, the butt of the joke. And her dad, like, loves the attention of of like when he goes to like the school for to like pick his daughter up and all that but the girls always joke pieces of the bags her dad's unavailable hmm i just did so i got a poor newborn which means like you know i uh just now not a fetus like you know bare, like in into the doctor's arms out of the womb but someone who's in poverty that's really all that could be <laughs> i'm going to give you another one it's a funnier phrase than what you said. You, that could have been a gold mine, but it was a miss. Bummed dashes in front of customers. This is when like you're you're sitting there with your other employees at like the outlet stores in Cabazon and everybody's organizing the forty yard the forty yard dash. But like the higher ups at all the stores try to like, you know, blow the whistle and tell the employees not to do the dashes in front of the customers. Because they're trying to organize the forty yard dashes at Cabazon. <laughs> But all the customers are, like, running out of the way when all the employees, like, there's guys in, in like, the Foot Locker outlet uniforms, you know, the referee shit, and there's guys, like, in full Nike sweatsuits, then there's guys, like, in the Banana Republic outfits, all, like, running up and down, doing 40-yard dashes. Oh, so it becomes infectious? Out. No, that's, like, they're, they, they've organized it. It's, like, an employee 40-yard dash commitment. I mean, dude, that is... <laughs> <laughs> Part of the union. It's such a bummer for the customers. Like... 
The, like, the bummed dash is when they get caught doing it. Oh, okay. Does anybody, like, do they get their pay docked or they any, lose any paid time off? They just lose their humility. All right, give me one. Oscar hit in the garage. <laughs> so, <laughs> there was a time when legendary NBA star Oscar Robertson got off on going into people's garages and just hiding there. Um, if he ever found overheard children talking about playing hide-and-seek later, like, hey, let's go play, play hide-and-seek later, and we go over to Jonah's house, he would stalk them. He'd be at Jonah's? Yeah, he would find a way to get into Jonah's house and sneak into the garage and hide while the other kids are hiding. <laughs> so he could scare them and then just leave. He would try to find at least three kids, though, and he would call it a triple-double. Oh, yeah. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> but he wasn't molesting them or anything. He was honestly just scaring them once and then leaving while they found him in the garage. And when, on, on days where they, when kids wouldn't end up searching the garage when they're playing hide and seek, he would punish himself by like reading a really difficult fiction novel. And on the days where he was successful and he was successfully really scared a kid, he would buy Cuban cigars and smoke them in a bathrobe and masturbate. Because <laughs> he could not actually have sex. That's the thing about Oscar Robertson. He did not have sex with women. He was just a voyeur. All right, you have to give me one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like typo from Guam, but it's actually Tipo. It was my uh, first friend that I ever met at Y Camp. And he was actually, he came here, he was a, a refugee. Well, his fam, family was refugees in Guam, like in the bombings of Midway Island and all that shit. The U.S. military came to occupy Guam. And they kicked everybody out or whatever. Um, and Tipo came with his family. And they call him Tipo because on his birth certificate, his name is misspelled. All right. Hold on, I got something for him. everybody. Oh, I almost pooped my pants. Hold on. You think you just pooped your pants? You didn't actually fart. Hold on, give me a second. You're gonna knock over your computer. Oh, okay. Talk to me. Talk to me so it comes easier. Okay, so talk to me. I'm about just gonna it. give you another one. Talk to me about farting so it comes easier. You like the sound of balloons popping? Do you wanna Do you wanna tell people what's going on? Uh, Chris is standing on a <clears throat> flimsy dining room chair and kneeling down so his ass is over the mic. Chris is only using one hand now. He doesn't practice what he preaches. I'm doing fast though. How'd you get your bruised ribs at Ruby Tuesdays? I know you went to go get a burger with your, your friends in 1981. So when I went to Ruby Tuesdays, there was a guy who was dressed up as Sloth from the Goonies. It's like really ugly ass character. So that you got? Yeah, a really fucking horrible, deformed creature. Um, you know I've never seen that movie? You've never seen it? Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but there was a guy dressed up as Sloth. And he started saying, hey, you look like Sloth. And it turned out he wasn't dressed up as Sloth. That's how he actually looked. And but how'd your ribs get bruised? He kicked me in the ribs. Did you say that and I wasn't paying attention? I said he looked like Sloth. And he said that, no, this is how I actually look. Like, this is not a costume. And, then he got mad and, he and I looked him. at him really, and I got like a shiver down my spine. Because he looked very similar to that character. But it was clearly <laughs> not a costume. It was how this person looked. And I was like, oh my god, I shouldn't have, oh my god, I said like the worst, I felt oh so gosh. horrible. Spill your eye, oh my god. And then he like just straight up kicked me in the ribs. He had a very like pointy face too. Like he looked almost like if Emilio Estevez was the sloth. 
but like not he was good looking he had like Emilio Estevez shaped head but as sloth a sloth Emilio Estevez yeah that's creative huh so when I went to go get coffee the other day there was this guy standing outside and he had like a portable DJ set up he was like you know trying to he was trying to like you know load his setup on load his like you know his DJ set into his laptop to play it outside for everybody because he thought it was like a cool thing that he was going to provide music for this local coffee shop he wasn't even hired to do so he was just like this weird fucking guy standing there and so I go and get my coffee that I always do and I get my they call it hey you know Chris the latte blah 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 and I go and get it and I come out and this dude's like whatever and I look over and I realize like it's the founder of Venmo. You didn't even say what the word sa- what this says. Yeah, a funny DJ loading Venmo. That's what that says. Did you say that at the beginning? I don't think you did. Yeah, I said a strange DJ standing outside that was trying to load his set onto his computer, and it turned out that he was the the owner of Venmo, the founder of Venmo. He didn't say what the title was beforehand. What of what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. I think I mean, he's funny with the title ahead. It's pretty ahead obvious what we're doing. I no, I did actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, fucking my bad. Oh, it's your turn. Well, we should try to do. Uh, we were also gonna had a concept where we're gonna do celebrities' names. So now I'm gonna type in. Um, I'm gonna type. So like, for example, I'm gonna try to type in George Clooney. But when I type in Clooney, I'm gonna hope that some other word comes up. <laughs> Okay, so I want you to tell me who's George Closet. George Closet is a gay porn star who's like always plays closeted gay roles. But all the all like the dramatic sequences is like reenactment of George Clooney sequences in his movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so including the Ashway in the scene in Burn After Reading where he gets shot, shot yeah, in yeah. The, from the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. All right, all right so then I'll do another one for you. All right, I'm going to hit this then. Well, well uh, you know, everybody knows Brad Pitt, but who's Brad Pimento? Who's Brad Pimiento? <laughs> Brad Pimento. <laughs> the little Bradley Pepper. He lives in Lafayette, Louisiana, and he's like, he works at his deli, and it's like not even a Jewish deli. It was just some like white deli, mm-hmm. and he's like a big, he's like the biggest weed supplier. Um, to high school students in Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, I mean, and then we also got the legend who's, uh, you know, his record was broken by Ray Allen, and then they recently both got broken by Steph Curry, but, you know, we all know Reggie Miller. Who's Regional Miller? (laughs) Regional Miller is an old employee who works at an AMC in Atwater Village, and... (laughs) And they call him Regional Miller because he looks like Reggie Miller. <laughs> like a poor man's Reggie Miller. All right. Hold on. I got one more for you. You know, we all know Orlando Bloom, right? But uh, who's Orlando Blowback? Orlando Blowback. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is Blowback? Orlando Blowback is this, is this guy named Orlando Smith from Ojai who... Anytime he he likes to pull practical jokes, but he always gets a lot of like gets in trouble a lot every time he does it. All right, so go ahead. So who we all know who who are you doing? We all know who. Okay, we who who what, who we all know Ben Ben Stein. Okay, but do you do you know Ben Step? Ben Step is actually this <laughs> this construction worker. Who was, uh, he's actually, uh, you know, he had to change, his, actually, his name was Ben Stein, but he, he knew in the 90s when Ben Stein had his Win Ben Stein's Money show, 
that he couldn't garner any fame from being like a construction worker named Ben Stein too. So he was building all these big ass houses with multiple floors. So he figured he'd just call himself Ben Step. Chris, you know Jimmy Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what about Jimmy Cart? Jimmy Cart is this uh, condom-shaped go-kart that people ride in in Kentucky. It's called a Jimmy Cart. That's what that is. All right, you did three. I'm going to do three. Okay, so we all know Paula Abdul. What about Paula Abduction? Paula Abduction is, um, you know how like they say like an Amber Alert? Yeah. Apollo abduction is when we haven't gotten them yet, but you know how like they're building the space force task force, whatever for yeah. like aliens and shit. Apollo abduction is when uh, a a woman or a girl beneath the age of eighteen gets abducted by aliens. It's going to happen in the future since we're going to be communicating them. So you're going to start on your phones within the next five years. Instead of getting Amber Alerts, you'll get those two, but you'll get Paula abduction abductions. It'll be like. And it'll say Paula abduction. It'll tell you what planet they've gone to, and like what part of the galaxy. It'll say like supernova CKX Y coordinate L you know eleven blah blah blah. And it'll show a picture like they have on the milk cartons, but it'll be like a, you know like a, a little white chick from Rhode Island. Did Paula that, Abdul start it, or like was it named after Paula Abdul? Well, they feel bad for her because like her career tanked, and you know she always said like the music industry abducted my career. So they just, you know, they were just like, no. How did I, she end up dying? She's not dead. No, but this is in the future. Who died? Paula Abdul. In the future, it's named after her, I thought. Oh, I didn't Paula say Abduction. that. You said they felt sorry for her. Yeah, they just named it after her. She didn't die. So what? Who, who are we doing? Everybody knows Mary Tyler Moore, but do you know Mary Tyler Moccasin? Mayor, Mary Tyler Moccasin is a girl who looks like Mary Tyler Moore and attends Conan Moccasin shows. Who's Conan Moccasin? Is that that blonde guy? I think so, yeah. I, don't, I forget who he is. He's just some... I've seen an advertisement yeah. for that guy. Okay, and so everybody knows Lauren Michaels, founder of SNL. But do you know who Lauren Mocha is? Lauren Mocha is... <laughs> he's just like a black guy who looks like Lauren Michaels, but is also <laughs> like... Dude, yeah, like, a, like He's like a, a guy who works... PR, but just like has like a big personality. <laughs> he lives in Woodland Hills. So we all know Jesse Williams. Who is Jesse Wilted? Jesse Wilted is when somebody named Jesse starts crying. Okay, so you know Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what about, wait a minute. What about abrasive Lincoln can? Abrasive Lincoln can. So we'll just do a brace of Lincoln. That's um, like uh, you know, you know that show that was in the '90s where the, like the robots would come to life with like the Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah. It's like when when like a Lincoln Navigator. The Transformers, you mean? Yeah, like it's like when the Lincoln Navigator, like it, it's on the road, and then all of a sudden you hear like, <laughs> and it becomes Abraham Lincoln just on wheels, and it starts like hitting the other cars on the road and yeah. like smashing shit. That's a brace of Lincoln. <laughs> okay, what about Chevy Chance? Not Chevy Chase, but Chevy Chance. Chevy Chance is um, in another parallel universe is when Chance the Rapper owns the chain of Mexican restaurants called Chevy's. And his nickname becomes Chevy Chance. What about Hillary Clamp? That's actually the, the nickname of, the, of Bill Clinton's favorite sexual position with his <laughs> wife. I think it's better without the phone for this one, actually. Like, we all know who Roseanne Barr is. Roseanne Balding. 
Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, what's Roseanne balding? Roseanne balding is Roseanne in five years. She probably already is balding. And you know, uh, um, uh, what's the really good-looking British guy? I don't Black know. dude. Oh, Idris Elba? Idris Elba. We all know uh, Idris Elba, but what about Idiot Elbow? Idiot Elbow. Idiot Elbow. just a guy who's completely obsessed with shaving all his body hair and shaving his eyebrows, too. And just, like, drinking in, like, really flowery fields in Switzerland. <laughs> and has an OnlyFans for it. And he wrote the book, like, Idiots for... It, the Idiot's Guide for Drinking in Flowery Fields in Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Completely what, what, hairless. What did we talk about the other day? Jay had an idea about, like, an amusement park that's uh, made of... Oh, oh, for, oh it's, it's a four dummies. Like, the b- dummies books, like, Coding for Dummies, Knitting for Dummies... Those that book series, but as a theme for amusement parks. So there'd be a ride called like it would be like the crypto Ferris wheel, like the, but like the four dummies, <laughs> like the decoration would be different pages from that dummies book. Yeah, like the the, the golf for dummies lovers lane. Yeah, you see, yeah, like the, the love tunnel. Like yeah, the, like the swan. swan and shit, and, yeah. Going through like the heart shape. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> idiot Elbow yeah, is yeah. my favorite so, so far. So we got an Idiot Elbow as uh, Idris Elba in another dimension. So we all know, Jay. Who do we all know? Okay, so we all know Ron Jeremy. What about Ron Jet Rhythm? Ron Jet Rhythm is actually the world's most famous air traffic controller. And when any plane, he does it 442 times a day at LAX. He walks all the way down from the air traffic control and stands right by the jet. And, like, in in exact same time as the rotation, like the RPM sound of the jet engine, he stands outside of the engine and goes... We all know Lena Dunham. Right? Okay. She's awful. We all know her. But do you know Lena Dinner? Lena... <laughs> Lena Dinner. That might be Lena. So there's the Lena Diner that she opens up in the year 2036. Who Lena Dunham opens it up? Yeah, she opens it up. So she can eat all the food there? Yeah, she actually just opens it up for herself in her backyard. And no one else is allowed? Um, Occasionally some random Indian guy, because she only has sex with Indian men. It's probably Aziz Ansari. Yeah, because he gets canceled again. Yeah. So she's the only one who's available. She's like been canceled by one side of the political spectrum and he she he's been canceled by the other so they're the only options for each other so they're made for each other swirl can you imagine them having sex imagine lena dunham and aziz ansari having sex would not be good i doubt that it's definitely not happened but what do you think they serve at the lena diner what kind of food what is the dinner the lena dinner you can actually go to like mel's and get it the lena dinner is like when you get Brussels sprouts, but instead of like any seasoning or any cooking or preparation, you just buy them from the grocery store and run water all over them and then put them on the plate. And then <laughs> it's baked carrots with too much salt and toast. That sounds horrible, man. Yeah. That's the Lena dinner. Okay. So who's that Japanese-American DJ, the son of the Benihana's guy? We all know Steve Aoki. What about Steve Aikido? So that's actually like this um, 
private um, martial arts gym on Moore Park and Allet that recently opened up along the LA River. And this, like, you know, 67 year old Tai Chi and Aikido master named Steve goes there. And he just, he knew it would sound like Steve Aoki. So he, like, figured the earring was there. You know what I mean? Wait, is Aikido his real last name? No, no. Aoki is Steve Aoki. No, but this Steve, this no, Steve, Steve Aikido. He, he named the Aikido oh, store. It's just called is Steve. Is he a white Aikido. guy? No, you know how, like, you usually, know he's like, white. No, he's Asian. Oh, okay. Like, I, I think his last name is, like, like H Y U N. I think it's Hyung or Young. H Y U N. Yeah. Hyun, I think. Hyun. 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 It's either Chinese or Vietnamese. It's Steve Hyun Nam. Oh, okay, so he's Steve Hyun Nam. So he's probably Vietnamese. Yeah. N A H M. And he um, he always dude he always smells like boil like boiled food, like cooked, the essence of like yeah like like, like stock vegetable stock yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he drink a lot of or like, you like know, mushroom you know make, tea? What do you call it where they make like the, the, the gravy, like a roux? Yeah. Like oh, with the yeah. flour and, and... A bouillon? And, yeah, bouillon. That's what he smells. He smells like bouillon. Does he eat a lot of ramen or curry mix? He probably just eats the mix. Like he throws away... Like the cubes? Like, you know, no, no, like, you know that, you know that uh, things in the kosher section, like the dorat garlic and mm-hmm. shit like that? He probably just downs the fucking... Dorat cubes. I just gotta say one really cool thing about Japan that you would really like is unlike the rest of Asia where everything is just kind of like trying to be modern all the time with certain things or even like just yeah like social media friendly in Japan there's like a lot of old Americana vintage shit going on because they love like 50s 60s Americana there because mm-hmm. they just like they've been modern a lot faster so they've actually maintained a lot more of that stuff than we have in a lot of ways which is really cool you would really li- you would really dig that shit. You would love Japan. Um, I think honestly, that's the place you should go. Lindsay. Everybody knows Lindsay Lohan, but do you know Lindsay Latchkey? <sighs> Lindsay Latchkey is actually was Lindsay Lohan's actual niche, nickname because when she would go to school when she was a child actress, her kid her parents would have to give her the latchkey because they were always gone. Um, like living beyond their means and coasting off of their daughter's success in the parent trap. So she was Lindsay Lashkey, and that's what she called herself when she would sing Disney-esque songs to herself. And this is like where a lot of her sadness comes from. Even in therapy, she like refers to it as like, I've always been Lindsay Lashkey deep down inside. So what's her key to her latch? The key to her latch... um, When Disney pays her? No, you know, it's not sobriety, it's not the payment, it's not drugs, it's the elephants in Thailand. Riding them? Yeah, like going to the elephant refuge in Thailand. She rides the elephants? She rides the elephants. Do you think the elephants know it's Lindsay Lohan? Like, do you think the elephants flex their spine to get, like, tighter in with Lindsay Lohan's vagina? I don't think they know exactly who she is, but I think they're aware that she's somebody different than the regular people that go there. Do you think elephants, like, know, like, people's... um, like or do you think there's they have a way of sensing auras? I think they can. I don't think they can know that like specifically Lindsay Lohan is this person, but they might be like this, like this is like she's very, successful, like she has a, or not necessarily like in those terms, but just this like feeling of like this is somebody different, and like the way that they think about it because they actually think you know they're not they're on a higher intellectual capacity. I'm pretty I wonder, sure. I wonder if they can sense like other sense why like feel her talent. Do you know what I mean? 
or feel her fame. Who knows? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, a lot like of animals don't think could do that. Like, right? I wonder if you got like Harrison Ford, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, Zoe Saldana, uh, Timothy Chalamet, um, uh, Tobey Maguire, and Hugh Jackman, and put them all on the same elephant. Mm-hmm. If the element could tell, blindfolded, which was a man or a woman. And if the elephant could tell if the person was, like, old, who had the most fame because of, like, their talent, or who was the most seasoned actor. Like, I wonder if the elephant could sense, like, talent via another perception of sense. Forget about actual talent. Also just presence and impact. That's what I mean. That's really what I mean. Because, like, Harrison Ford's not the best actor, but he's probably, like, overall such an icon. more iconic, right? Exactly. And Michelle Pfeiffer. Harrison Ford, though, like, they probably take note of how he smells. He probably smells like leather. Like the highest quality leather you can imagine. And, like, sandalwood. I honestly don't think he does. I think he probably used to. I don't think he does anymore. When he crashed... I mean, do you think when he crashed into Penmar Park is when he gave up cigarettes? What if he crashed because he was, like... He, like, dropped a cigarette? And he was, like, going for it in the cockpit. I mean... (laughs) That'd be horrible. Oh, um, goddammit! You know, can you imagine? But back to the thought of the elephants. I do think they would be have the deepest connection with Harrison Ford out of all those people you named. Do you think if you showed them Star Wars, they would know he's Han Solo? I don't know if all elephants could figure that out, but I'm sure there's like, just how there's like some dogs that are more apt to being trained and just being smart. I feel like there's some elephants that are just smarter so I'm sure there's like some elephants out there that could actually figure that out. But I really have no idea. I'm not basing this off any facts. Have you ever had those elephant chips? The ones that are shaped like the elephants? And there's no. an elephant on the bag? No, I don't think I have, actually. I think they're like Indian chips or whatever. I don't or think maybe so. Like, maybe they're like a Thai or... I don't, I don't think so. I think they're like curried potato chips. Are they good? I've never had them. I've never even heard of those. They have an elephant on them. I've like never blue, heard of those, It's actually. like a blue elephant. If, it, if anybody ever hears this and knows what we're talking about, send that shit to us in the mail so I can see it again. I've seen it like twice in my life. I need to see it again. What about that song? That It's been a long day without you, my friend. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah, I know. Like a, yeah. For you, who is that? Charlie Puth and oh, yeah. Wiz Khalifa. Oh, yeah, yeah. That song is... And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. It's, it's one like, of the worst songs. Oh, it's so it's awful. It's really bad. Wiz Khalifa comes in he's like, Oh, so many days we have far away. Oh, so does it's like, okay, man, you know, like, fucking cool, you know, it's like, how fucking raw, what a rhyme scheme. <laughs> That's a pretty worthless song. Thanks for listening. <laughs>